because I couldn't find very much about the circumstances surrounding his death, I got curious. I started making open records requests to the Georgia Bureau of Investigation. And when I saw the video, I thought this is a shooting we should focus on because it is so clearly a situation that escalated. And it is so clearly a situation where the officer involved did not do anything to de-escalate it. Um, one of the things that we learned through the course of our reporting is that a kind of a traditional old school police training was essentially to tell that officers were taught you ask someone to do something, you tell them to do something, and then you make them. And make them means use physical force, right? So if they're not responding to your requests, then you make it a command. If they're not responding to your commands, then you lay hands on or use your taser or your pepper spray or start physically wrestling with someone and and that eventually can spiral into a tragic situation like this where um, the officer uses his firearm and it all happened in 35 seconds that's another thing that officers learn in de-escalation training is how to buy themselves some time because a lot of these tragic shootings that we've seen unfolded very very quickly and how did the sheriff react when you spoke with him and brought up de-escalation training. He was a very friendly fellow. I I called up and said, I'm in town and I'm doing a story about police training and I was wondering if I could interview you. Sure, come on down, he says. Come on down to the jail. I'll meet you there tomorrow. He didn't believe in formal de-escalation training, right? He said this is a skill that just comes with on-the-job experience. And he used himself as an example, and he said the first five years he was an officer, he seemed like he was always getting into fights with people when he tried to arrest them. And after he kind of got the hang of it, he says he got better at it, and he was able to use words instead of force. What people who teach de-escalation training say, though, is that everyone could benefit from some formal instruction on this. And if you think about it, officers spend so much time training in how to shoot their weapons Um, And they spend relatively little time in learning techniques to avoid shooting their weapons. And perhaps the experts would argue there's an imbalance there. So who are some of the gold star states, if you will, in terms of de-escalation training? Well, I don't think anyone really gets a gold star in this area. There are 16 states that require uh, officers to train in de-escalation and Half of those have just put that requirement in place in the last few years since essentially Ferguson focused the national conversation on police training. But that leaves 34 states, including North Carolina, that don't require officers to do that. So speaking of North Carolina, I know here in Forsyth County, we're looking at about 10 years of crisis intervention team or CIT training which is training in de-escalating situations with those who have a mental illness. What did you find when you went to look at North Carolina during your investigation? Yeah, well, we were very interested in, in North Carolina, but we did run into problems with trying to see how individual officers there were trained because your state's open records laws are not very favorable when it comes to looking at personnel records. You're not alone. There are many states that shield the records of public employees from sunshine laws. So we weren't able to get a lot of detail on individual officers training. What we were able to get were what are the state requirements. And in North Carolina, they do not require officers to train in de-escalation. There's also not a statewide database that tracks all the training that officers do. So those records are stored individually at every sheriff's office and police department in the state. So how was success being charted with 
this type of training? That's a tricky question to answer. There hasn't been a great deal of research into the effectiveness of de-escalation training. Uh, before the Washington Post and The Guardian started collecting data on police shootings in 2015, we didn't really know how many people were shot by police every year. It turns out it's a 1,000 people a year. One thing that experts said to us was that if you see the number of unarmed people shot by police going down, that would be an indication that this de-escalation training is having an impact. But we just don't have enough data to know that right now.